The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This is Bobby and Tommy and Agus. We're all from Dead Wolf and you're listening to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a howling episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 707. That kind of reminds me of an an Anvil album cover, actually, when you think about it. And I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by the fine folks at True Cult Coffee. T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. The only coffee that's hot enough and black enough to fend off the creatures from the upside down if you pour this on beckna he'll burst into flames that is how hot this coffee is it's the most metal coffee out there this is the coffee that eddie drank before he played master of puppets this is the coffee i'm just making up everything i can about stranger (laughs) things right now but this is the coffee that If you subscribe, you don't just get coffee. You get your portal back from the upside down. You're going to get music. That's going to be what pulls you back from the upside down. So don't just get this coffee because it's coffee and because like, oh, yeah, I like coffee. You go out to True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T coffee.com. Subscribe today because it could save your life. (laughs) And when Snowy yes. watches season four, he's going to understand why that's all so darn funny. Uh, yeah, okay. The last part, the saving of the life, not 100%, but you mentioned Eddie and Vecna and all of this. It's like, uh, I haven't seen, you know, any of the new episodes, like with season four. I'm all caught up all the way through season four. Okay, I've been watching it as as we go along. I just haven't dove into the, the new one yet. But there's so much, with miraculously, without any spoilers. But I'm seeing so many pictures and all that on, on, on Facebook. And I kind of got a pretty good idea of what's going on. So I'm really looking forward to this week to uh, 
getting into the series. Okay. And then what do you say for a discussion next week? We kind of do a deep dive into the whole season. How does that sound? Oh, absolutely. Because as you will learn, um, this season is really the season that shows everybody why metal is so important and how Ah. their lives would be different. Because these are historical documents. That's what people realize. These are historical documents. This all happened. And uh, without metal, you know, the world would be a very different place right now. And so that's what's going on. Right, right. Because it's based in the 80s. Yes. And like we've been there, done that when it comes to metal in the 80s. We're, we're, we're connoisseurs. We're aficionados with that. So I have a feeling I'm really going to be able to relate to this coming up. And I'm really looking forward to it. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get into it because it just... It's been a long, it's been a long week. So like when I'm all done here, I'm pouring a couple of lemons here now, but when I'm all done, like when I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to have to pour a couple cups of true Cavalt coffee just to kind of get me going. Because this week, first of all, um, rejoined the gym. Okay. We're, it's, it's time, you know, once the pandemic, once the pandemic hit and gym started to shut down or the world started to shut down and all that and my work schedule kind of changed and all that so we basically the short and the skinny of it is we had to change gyms and we did that this week and we had our first couple mrs snowy and i we had our first couple trips to there this week and wednesday night as you're going to find out in my metal fix and tonight's creature feature, I had one hell of a night with the band, uh, with the Hamilton, the Canadian trio, Dead Wolf, came through town and put on an amazing show. It was a fantastic night. And I can't wait to get into all of that. So, yeah, it might not be a long Friday night for me, but I'm here now and I'm really stoked and ready to rock and roll. So, if you are two, let's get in to it with our mandatory metal segment. I want to introduce the world to the Hamilton Avant-Garde Extreme Metal Band, okay, called 30 Immolated, 16 Returned. okay now this came across my desk with all of the usual pr stuff and all that and they gave a very explicit warning okay do not watch the video to anti-chamber of hell at work it's very (laughs) what do you what do you call it sn ns uh yeah nsfw not safe for work right not not safe for work and since I was at home, of course, as I'm going through all of my stuff and all that, and I gave it, a, I gave it a, uh, I gave the video a spin to it, and it's basically a reimagining of the very sadistic movie uh, One Hundred Nights in Hell or Hundred Nights in Sodom, oh, wow. which is basically it's a theatrical version of the old Marquis de Sade story of the same name 
So I was like, okay, I got to check this out. And 30 Illuminated, 16 Returned, great music. But this is also a very visual band. So as soon as this episode is over, I'm going to implore, implore everyone, everyone to run, don't walk to YouTube and check out in tonight's mandatory metal segment for True Cavalt Coffee. 30 Immolated, 16 Returned with Anti-Chamber of Hell.
been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Hi, okay, bro. What's going on? All right. So let me pull up my notes. Um, one, I am almost done with Stranger Things. Um, it's. I'm so disappointed that I didn't start watching earlier. But at the same time, I'm glad I haven't had as big of a gap as everybody else. The... Um, the last season coming up here, season five, will it re- will really be the last season? And I'm excited about okay. that because, well, I I like when shows call it and end it when they're on top. Um, like I don't know if you watch Supergirl mm-hmm. to the end, but the last season they could have really done without. Like it it didn't move much forward story wise. You know, and the flash is okay. starting to die off. Like it's just the same stuff over and over. So um yeah. But anyway, um Stranger uh, Things yeah. has been huge, right? I'm really loving this. I don't want to get into too much uh because we'll talk about it you know next week. But um it makes me happy that the BC Rich Warlock and heavy metal have so much to do with saving the world. You know, that, that's all I got to say. Um, okay. When, when you were a kid, when you were a kid, did yes. you ever read a book called The Girl with the Silver Eyes? No. Okay. No. I, even though, like, it's not cited as an influence, like, um... You know, the Duffer Brothers say, you know, they cite like all these 80s horror movies and books and things and all that sort of stuff. And Stephen King is obviously a big influence. Um, But honestly, this story feels like it was lifted right from the pages of The Girl with the Silver Eyes. Um, It's The Girl with the Silver Eyes is a great, is a great, great book. And, And it's basically like kids suspense mystery sort of stuff but basically this girl has silver eyes and she also has telekinesis and you know it comes down to um you know she finds other kids like her because all their moms worked at this same factory they were exposed to this chemical and they were all pregnant at the same time so this all happened to their children and the government's trying to find them you know all that sort of stuff and that's as much as I can remember. But I ended up rebuying the book because I used to own it at some point. But I bought it for my Kindle. But I can remember reading this like in grade school. Like our teacher was reading it to us like in fourth or fifth grade when we'd have story time. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, right. I couldn't picture that ha- happening today. You know, not not a story no, no. this cool. Like, like there's there's so many things that are wrong with the world and i think one of them is the fact that we sugarcoat everything and make everybody feel like they're right and invincible you know you have to mm-hmm. learn that there's dangerous stuff and if you do dangerous stuff you should take safety precautions that's you know like lesson 1 but anyway yes. um that's tried and true. Like yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like be smart out there. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of stuff that's just not rocket science, you know. And sometimes it's like, yeah, you ever meet somebody who's so smart you can't believe how stupid they are? 
Ah, uh, yes. Uh-huh. You know, like there there's because somebody who is they're, just they're book smart. Exactly. They're an absolute genius, but but, but yeah. They 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 would walk right off a cliff, you know, just like, like a lemming. Uh-huh. It's just ridiculous. But anyway, I digress. Um the thing I'm most excited for about season 4 of Stranger Things and I can't wait for you to watch it and we'll talk about it next week, but I really think that this could be what gives us a big new batch of metalheads. Old and young alike. Like, I I have a feeling there's going to be people who are going to go back and be like, oh, yeah, Metallica, whatever happened to them? And be like, oh, my goodness, they just put an album out two years ago? And then there's going to be yeah. kids that are going to be like, oh, what's this Master of Puppets song? Holy crap, look at all this music. So... You know, um, imagine you're a kid hearing Master of Puppets for the first time today. Today, wow. Yeah. And then you realize there's this insane back catalog of music out there. (laughs) And and you got guys like me. Yeah, just stick with the first four albums, kid. You can't go wrong. No, but but, I mean, regardless of how we feel about that, just imagine... Being that kid today. Like, oh, like, for sure. Like, yeah. I, I'm a little jealous. Like, they're going to get to experience all of it. And it just it's just really, mm-hmm. really exciting. So, anyway. No, I totally, I totally get that. That's like... Um... Finding Star Wars today. Yes. With the, latest, with the latest movie. And then you're like, oh my God, there's like seven other movies, eight other movies and like you have all of this at your fingertips to just go back and just binge and enjoy and get into and and all that yeah you know i never never gave that that much thought but that's a really good point it's just so exciting and while we're talking about metallica um by the time you guys hear this episode i apologize because um, it's already not going to be for sale on their website, but they're doing a special limited edition surfing skeleton t-shirt. I can't remember who the artwork is, but it's badass. Um, And I ordered mine yesterday. Uh, You can only order them through July 11th, and it's like July, what is today? 9th, 8th, 8th, I think, as we're recording this. So, um you know, when you hear this, it's going to be talk, like, yeah. like, you know, quite a few days past the deadline. I'm sorry. But hopefully you're on the mailing list, too. And you already know you've got your shirt ordered. So let's hope. Right on. Yeah. yeah. And last but not least, and I don't think I talked about this last week, but did I talk about a company called Solo Dallas? No. Okay. No, that doesn't ring a bell at all. All right. Well, long story short, um, just to kind of summarize, I've been on my ACDC journey. I've been learning. You shook me on it long. I found out about this um, company called Solo Dallas where the guy, um, we've all seen people that are obsessed fans, right? Like John Five is an obsessed Kiss fan. He has an entire room in his house dedicated to Kiss. He has an Instagram dedicated to it called Knights and Satan's Service. Like he is over-the-top crazy for Kiss. This guy may take it even a hair further because he went as far as to track down a piece of gear that's no longer made and replicate it 
And he even, oh, actually, you know, we did talk about this because we talked about it in Canada Day. He he gave the ACD, uh, ACDC the pedal of the studio in Canada. Um, well, right. I now own one of those pedals. And it's, ah. it's a super simple circuit. And wow, is it badass. On any guitar I plug it into, it just adds a little bit of edge. I'm like, wow. And it's great. And um, so, yeah. Yeah, that, that's and that's kind of the end of my fix. I've, I've been playing that pedal this week and practicing. It's been a great time. Rock and roll and rock and roll. Yes, we can always count on you to give us a little gear talk. I love it. Yeah, I love it because that's nerd. something that I can't, I, can't, I can't bring that to the table. I've almost bought a Warlock guitar this week as well. <laughs> Three different times, actually. What does a Warlock guitar go for these days? Well, it depends. You can get a replica of the one in Stranger Things for about 900 new, which is pretty good. Um, okay. There's like a full-blown like American-made okay. replica. It's like 4500 So it, it would be $905 because some, some, uh, some record store these days are... Uh, not record stores, but guitar shops for an extra five bucks, they, could, they, they can write out a... Um, <laughs> They can write out a, a receipt to give to your wife about what you want to tell her that you paid for. Yeah, exactly. So, right. so it'd be about $905. See, I'm lucky with with Mrs. Snowy because um, like when I bring home a handful of vinyl, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, if, if there's some sweet-ass marble or blood splatter or multicolored vinyl and all that, it doesn't matter how much I paid for it. She oohs and ahs, and we just enjoy it together. She probably wouldn't be too impressed, impressed if I brought home a $1,000 guitar tomorrow. Yeah, that never that, you know? <laughs> that, that's the same boat I'm in, yeah. Um, right, and, and that's right. why it's been almost. But then the other problem with this sweet, sweet warlock is that it's got a Floyd Rose, which isn't a problem if you're a person who is good with Floyd Rose tremolos. Um, they are bulletproof when they're set up right, but man, if you screw it up, it is really hard to get back into um, functioning properly. And so I started oh, no. looking for warlocks that are like different different types of bridges. Something that's a little more fixed, a little more standard than I'm used to. Um, I found one for like four ninety, but I I love it, but I don't like the paint job. And I'm like, eh, if I don't like the paint no. job, it's it's not going to be, I'm not going to bond with it. So it, it's one of those things where I'm just going to keep looking. Um, and when I find the right warlock, because it's, it's been a guitar I've wanted since I was you know a teenager, uh, and I. Almost bought one brand new two years ago, and it was a deal that was too good to be true, and that's what made me nervous. Um, and it was through Guitar Center, so I was like, I was buying it new technically, but I was worried there was something wrong because why would this be this that particular price? And now I think it's because the company was changing hands and they were clearing them and all that sort of stuff. Like BC Rich was changing hands, but um. I should have bought that one. So maybe someday I will own the Warlock guitar of my dreams, but I'm not going to get one that 
it, like with the Floyd Rose. I have learned I'm not a Floyd Rose guy. I should have kept my dime bag <laughs> Daryl guitar, taken it to a luthier, had him take the Floyd Rose off, fill the holes, and put a regular bridge back on there so I could enjoy that guitar. Um, so, yeah, learn my lesson yeah. with, but with, with that so, whole ordeal. Yeah. But, honey, it's on Stranger Things. <laughs> it's on Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah, yeah, definitely that not going to work. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Right on. What else you got? That's it? That's really it this time. For oh, real. Did I lose you? Oh. No, I'm still here. Uh, okay, okay. <clears throat> okay, no, sorry. Just we were having a little technical difficulty there for a second. Uh, myself or my metal fix here. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was actually kind of a snowy week, I should think. Um... As you heard on the top of the hop, and just as I mentioned, <clears throat> Toronto Canadian hard rock trio Dead Wolf came through town just a couple days ago. And if that band sounds familiar to our listeners, um, was it last year when their self-titled EP first came out, out and it came across my desk? <clears throat> I mistakenly put them in our indie spotlight section. You know, I thought it was an indie band and they were really awesome. So we tapped them for an episode. It turned out though, they were signed on to metal assault records out of LA. And it's like, okay, well I never even heard of this band or this label and all that. And with, you know, I'm not to sound arrogant or anything, but I'm sorry if I haven't, if I haven't heard of your label at some point, okay, you're not exactly tearing it up in terms of exposure and all that. But we we righted it wrong, okay? It was one hell of a show. But before that happened, I made my way to the venue a little early. I got in touch with the guys, and I said, let's have a chat, but we'll bump you guys up from the indie spotlight to the creature feature and when you hear this band yeah yeah and when you get more familiar with this band dude you're gonna be like oh my god snowy everything that you said about these guys is dead on it was one hell of a night um of course dead wolf were headlining my good buddy sky our former co-hostess she put it on at her bulldogs event center venue local local metal bands suicidey and hardcore bands chernobyl wolves and hippo were the support and these are all fantastic bands that i I would step out and go check them out anytime joining me and i want to say hi and hello to my good buddy ray skellington okay i had seen her in a while since my buddy phil's wedding was the last time i saw her and her her boyfriend, Jace, is the guitarist in Hippo. So I was like, okay, dude, you're coming out to this show. You're coming to watch him play, right? And she's like, well, yeah, it's kind of been a long day, but I haven't seen you in a while as well. So it's like, aw. So, yeah, it was really good seeing her. And it was a fantastic night. Like, on the live front, okay, like, 
Dead Wolf have got it going on. This is this is just a fantastic band. They had me hook, line, and sinker from the opening riff all the way to the last song, and I can't wait to to um, introduce our creature feature for everyone. Um, as well, last weekend, a couple days after we recorded last week's episode. I hit the Manitoba Music and Record Sale Convention. It's basically, it's like a pop culture comic book convention where it was just basically in one big room. You have vendors selling music and music-related apparel and items. I love stuff like that. Oh, it's fantastic. (laughs) It's always... Always, a, it's all it's it's always a good time. Um, so I went with Mrs. Snowy and Little Snowy with my brood and all that. My brood, my Miss Little Snowy was nice enough to give us a lift there and come and have lunch and hang out with us and all that. We picked up our good buddy Ducky on the way there as well because what's a record convention without him? And I think I did. I think I did pretty good. I grabbed a couple of vinyls. Okay. Going back to the glory days of the new wave of British heavy metal in the early 80s. You will recall a little while ago. Um, can't remember why we played them. Not that we really need an excuse to do this. But we dropped the uh, title track from Witch Finds Give Em Hell album. Okay, lucky enough to have found that on vinyl right away. And it's like, oh my God, sold. I want this. Do a little more flipping, you know, going through the records in the same, the same, uh, the same vendor. And God, if I don't find a really good vinyl copy of Death, Death Leopards on Through the Night. Now, we had this on cassette years ago and like, I think I said this last episode as well, like those first three albums when Def Leppard were were new wave of British heavy metal, pre-hysteria, okay, like that is that is my Def Leppard, okay, like there's a big difference between those first three records and then post-hysteria and all that. So I was really stoked, really excited to grab a copy of On Through the Night on vinyl as well we got to this one booth that were selling live dvds okay now it's like okay you remember the old the old days in the 80s of the live tape trading days where people you know snuck in their walkmans or whatever recording device to concerts and then recorded them onto a cassette and then we traded them, you know, to other people, made copies of it and all that. Basically, our own independent live bootlegs. It was the the tape trading things. Yeah, right? I actually well, owned a um, a cassette recorder that Radio Shack sold that was amazing for doing live bootlegs. It, it it's uh-huh. hands down still one of the best cassette recorders I've ever had. Um, it it always blew people away because you know it didn't look like much and you'd sit it somewhere and then they listen to the table and like what how you know like so yeah yeah and and it's funny you bring up cassettes because I've really been missing cassettes lately 
Like I, I've really been nostalgic mm-hmm. for the sets, but we can talk about that another day too. Well, I, I, I do, I do find the odd new cassette at certain shops and all that. And when I do, like I found the soundtrack to Halloween Kills on on cassette, and it's like, oh, okay, well, right on. I'm gonna grab this now. And I've since found a, you know a better version of it on vinyl, so I can't complain. Well, anyways, we hit this one booth. And Ducky and I, we found all of these live DVDs from shows shot here in Winnipeg. Oh, no way. That's awesome. And, and it, it, it was because we we must have spent about 10 minutes, okay, looking at all of these. And it was like, yeah, we were there. <laughs> we were at that one. We were at that one. We were at that one. We were at that. It was just like oh, half of these concerts that this guy had on dvd like we've been there and i said i said to the merchant i'm like i wonder how many of these dvds you can see the back of our heads <laughs> and you know i'm sure i'm sure in in quite a lot of them well i got really excited okay when one of my all-time favorite shows was the april 19th 2012 the last time kitty was in town had the good fortune of interviewing uh, Mercedes Lander, the drummer, here at the Park Theater. Just, just um, it was the day that the um, the old war the, the 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 old Warren Music Shop had burnt down that yep. day. I remember that. Okay, as ninety one Albert Street. Ninety one Albert Street for our longtime listeners. Yeah. Well, sure enough. God damn it. They had a live, they have a live DVD of that exact show. Fantastic. Oh, please so, tell me you picked that up. Yeah, of course. Of course. That, oh, that's that was awesome. the first one I grabbed. They were selling, they were selling like three of them for 30 bucks. And, oh, that's decent. And all that. And like, they're pretty much, they're cheap recordings, you know, handheld camera from someone in the audience and all that. But it's like being there, you know, it's kind of like you have that one person viewing of it so like i'm you know i'm not i'm not a stickler okay like this this was definitely worth it i found and one of the other dvds that i picked up was a joan jett and the blackhearts concert from july 1st 2017 in toronto so that was that was really exciting that was the first one we slapped in and i had those are the two that i've gotten to couple other really really cool ones that i'm going to get to this weekend but i think the one and only time the legendary minor threat came through winnipeg was april of 1983 and i wasn't even in winnipeg at the time so i made sure to snap that up you know really excited to see that um a uh november 1991 Diamond Head concert in London at the Marquee Club. You know, like the Diamond Head, the mighty new wave of British heavy metal Diamond Head. I grabbed that. And a documentary. At first I thought, okay, it was a live show. Okay, when I first picked it up. Because I saw super, super old school Metallica on it. I'm talking with Cliff Burton. Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah. So I got excited about that because once again, you know, like those first four albums, that is my Metallica 
as well. I haven't got to this yet, and I'll talk about it a little more next next week, I guess. But it turns out it wasn't a live show, but a documentary on everything, you know, about the the early days of Metallica. Um, it said here, including interviews featuring members of Metallica, Megadeth, Machine Head, Diamond Head, Alexa, Neurosis, Lazarocket, Sacrilege, BC, and many more. Review and reassessments from journalists like Malcolm Dole, Lon Friend, and Joel McIver. So this is more of a documentary the Metallica that I know and love so much. So, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to get into that. The very last booth. Okay, as we're about, as as we're walking out, stopped at the last booth, and just in the little box beside this one table was a box of magazines. This, this vendor was selling from the early 80s, 80s old circus cream and Kerrang! from from the early 80s great two bucks each okay so i'm going through this i see like the best of circus with def leopard acdc van halen billy squire ozzy journey another another circus big cover story def leopard rocks america and of course that was 83 so pyromania would have been just uh just been kicking in i grabbed some cream issues of cream 83 82 and 81 with pat benatar joan joan jet and sctv on the cover <laughs> of of these special cream issues. Are you familiar with what SCTV is? Do you do you Second know what that City is? TV? Second City Television. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, like John John Candy, Harold Ramis, the McKenzie brothers, all that great stuff. Well, apparently Cream Magazine, okay, <laughs> did a article on them on the SCTV network. Oh, and Bob no McKenzie and all that, and it's like, ah, I wish I and I was reading Cream back then, you know, as a kid. Why, how did I miss that? Yeah, don't you hate that? It was the 19, uh, it was the 1981 uh, readers poll, which the Rolling Stones and the Tattoo You record just cleaned up in just just about every category. But but the pinnacle, the cream of the crop of these magazines for a bad pun is I found a Krang from 1985 oh, wow. with Blackie Lawless on the cover. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, with Blackie Lawless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 1985 the um Last Command record yeah. had just just came out. Blackie Lawless on the cover all done up in army gear and a machine gun because Wasp are at war with rocks sensors, and it's basically Krang's article on the PMRC and censorship and what Blackie Lawless thinks of all of that. It, it just it just made for a super sweet read, and just like Stranger Things, see how this comes full circle. Yeah. Okay. Just just like that brought you back to those days man just not not just 
the Wasp PMRC article, but just going through all of these old magazines, you know, like it it takes you back. It really does. Oh yeah, it really does. And like I understand, like most of the people that were into this type of music and all all that. You know, around our age, if I was to slap these magazines down in front of them, they would look at the cover. Oh, yeah. 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 And I I would be like, can I punch you? Like, why are you not excited? Like, these are fucking old creams and crangs. Like, yeah. look at this. Open your eyes. This stuff is amazing. As I'm going through these, okay, I ask them how much. And the merchants like two two bucks each. No, really? I'm like, <sighs> really? I was uh, expecting okay. like thirty uh, bucks an issue, something ridiculous. I was, you know, I was like, okay, uh, I'm holding you to that. And he's like, yeah, no, I've just had them for a while. I want to get rid of them. All right, I'll take this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. Oh, that's wonderful. Two bucks each. Here, here you go. Yeah, I gave him like the lot, my last bit of cash, cash, on me because at these vendors, no one has debit or anything like that. You pretty much need cash. So I just, I went in there with a bunch of money and I walked out with absolutely nothing. I kind of like how that happens, you know, because you you find exactly the shit that you want and what you're looking for. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Let's get into some breaking some, news. Or, um, I, I just found <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, breaking news. Um, I was scrolling around and found disc discogs. If I'm pronouncing that right, um, they said yeah. that there has been a like a 500 percent increase in people looking for the Master Puppets records. It went from like <laughs> 80 and like 80 people a day adding it to their want list to 560 after season four dropped. Or like the the final episodes. Wow. I'm like, oh, that makes wow. my day. Like be, because because here's the thing, you find Metallica, and you're probably gonna find Anthrax. You're probably gonna find Megadeth. Oh yeah. You're probably gonna find Slayer, and so this is one of those things where, you know, and then maybe you're like, well, wait a second, I'm listening to Metallica. Or you put it on Spotify. Maybe now you hear Municipal Waste. Because they've got a new record out, which is yeah, pretty awesome. Maybe here, Las Las Rocket, oh, Death yeah. Angel. Yeah, I, you know, I like, just, there's so many great artists. Yeah, and I'm, not only is it just fantastic entertainment and storytelling, and I just love it so much, but they're also spreading like the gospel of metal, and that's what makes me so stinking happy. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Well, we're going to spread a little bit of our own metal here now. A really cool uh, record band came across my desk. Uh, Molder, M-O-L-D-R. And I'm really too familiar with this, with this band, but apparently it's not their debut. Been around for a couple years. July 15th, their new record, Engrossed in decay dropped and so it's like all right you know what i'll give this a spin and going through you know all the all the pr hype stuff 
And it's like, okay, I get this. I get this. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting some real cool obituary vibes from this band. And kind of their hype was saying um, old school death vibes. Okay, right. With an insatiable present day hunger. This is bang on. Yeah. Like, if obituary started today and not 30 years ago, it would be Molder. This is some really good stuff. So I want to drop a track here from that record. Let's go with the title track. Molder with Engrossed in Decay.
So I wanted to drop a track from that awesome Witch Find record that I picked up last weekend. But then it kind of occurred to me that, oh shit, you know what? Yeah, we did. We did play that record just a little while ago. But you know what? Here, let's kind of do one better. Maybe introduce our listeners to a whole new Witch Find record. So I went and grabbed the Lords of Sin with the, uh, well, the quasi-title track. That was The Lord of Sin. Really, really cool stuff. Check it out. Like I said at the top of the hop, though, man, even cooler, even cooler than most. I am absolutely loving and was blown away by Canadian trio Dead Wolf. Like I said, um, last year their EP came across my desk, impressed us enough. Dude, let's go with this in our indie spotlight. And then when Bulldog Pizza, and more specifically our former co-host Sky, when they announced Dead Wolf was coming, we have to be there. Damn right. Not only are we going to be there and play the new e- their their EP as well, we got to take the time and, and just, just talk to these guys. Because like I said, fantastic band, really dug them. So to start off my evening... The other night, I had the good fortune of sitting down with the trio with one Tommy Wolf on bass and vocals, Bobby Deuce on guitars, and Angus Pike on drums to get us there. How about we uh, once again drop the first single from their self-titled EP, This is Dead Wolf with Double Up.
first and foremost, I guess the best thing that we should probably do, because we're going to be introducing you guys to like a lot of new new listeners, maybe give a little bio, who you are, what you do, your mother's maiden name, whatever you think <laughs> would be good, just to ha- get our listeners just to get some idea of what Dead Wolf is. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's Tommy Wolf, uh, bass and vocals. Okay. Uh, sorry, what, what else were you asking? <laughs> yeah, like, like wh- who, who, who you guys are, where you're from, your musical vibe. Oh, oh okay. You know, Dead just, Wolf. yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, yeah, we're Dead Wolf from Toronto. We're a three piece. We play the new wave of heavy rock and roll. Right on, right on. And I absolutely love that. <laughs> okay, because okay, that was going to be my next my next question, because you guys do have what I think is kind of a unique sound. You definitely have your own sound. Um, so maybe in your words, maybe kind of describe it. Yeah, it's kind of a just a conglomerate of um, everything we listen to, right? And uh, it just... It, that's exactly how it comes out. It's a, it's a new wave of heavy rock and roll, right? right? A lot of bands we listen to are those, like, you know, 80s, you know, heavy rock and roll bands, right? right. So it just kind of all kind of came out in the wash. Right on, right on. Yeah. Okay, with that, with that said, how old are you guys? I am 30. Okay. I am 35. All right. And I'm 24. Okay, okay. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you feel like maybe you were born a little too late? One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent more. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Right. What maybe are some of those? Let's give our listeners a little, a little, a little broader idea. What were some of the bands that made you want to do this? Oh, I mean, uh, the. The list of musical influences is so broad. Um, to give you just a couple ideas, you know, well, that's the thing. Like, you know, we all grew up uh, listening to, you know, all sorts of music. And we, you know, uh, an average night of hanging out is watching, like, bands play live, you know, watching music videos, right? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few bands could be like, you know, Judas Priest, Wasp, uh, stuff like that, right? Motorhead, you know, just makes like a lot that. of sense. A lot of tank, a lot of tank. Great trying fans also. Trying on. GDH and MC, stuff like that, right? Right on, right on. All the, all the quote-unquote classics. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of these bands, they're still doing it, they're still killing it. They're oh, yeah. They're still yeah. making original material, it's just... Joe and Jane average fan, they don't really want any of the new stuff. They're only interested in the old stuff, and that's got to be frustrating for mm-hmm. an artist. So, yeah. in another thirty years, when you and I, when you and I, when you guys and I are doing this again, I'm going to ask you guys like <laughs> kind of the same the same idea. Like, do you think kind of down the line? Okay, since I kind of brought it up, you think maybe. Hopefully you're the type of band, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think maybe you're the type of band where the because of your sound that fans are going to be just preferring the the old stuff. 
Oh, I mean, I only know how to write songs one way, and that's what you're hearing. <laughs> Fair enough. We're, Fair not, we're like, we're really almost a new take on the old stuff. Right. So it's refreshing in its own way. But, but then again, we're not really trying to reinvent the wheel exactly. either. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> we're just doing what we know to do, and it's write songs like this. Yeah. I definitely hear the old stuff that I grew up in, but like you said, it's a fresh take, and that's, yeah. that's yeah. definitely why we're here right now. You mentioned um, Triumph. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you guys are a Canadian trio as well. I just spoke to Dan Beeler from Exciter a couple episodes ago oh, as, as well. Was this a conscious effort, putting the band together to make it a trio, or did yes. that just the way it... Yeah. Yeah? Uh, find it's a cleaner sound live. Um, you know, uh, being the bass player, I just play the rhythm, you know, just chunk right. it up a bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, most of our favorite bands are three pieces and uh yeah it's e easier easier to travel yeah. as well so <laughs> this day i mean especially yeah geez i can't even begin to imagine being a young band out on the road with gas oh, and oh the gas bleed mr being like the nightmare to yeah. that tank <laughs> wow, no doubt no doubt well i appreciate everything that you that you guys do and it's going to be a hell of a night appreciate yeah. you coming out yeah, yeah sure no problem, no problem um what about label interest you guys are currently un unsigned but i could see some in some you know one of the more major independent labels really taking an interest in you guys are you guys ready? Is that something you'd want to do? Well, we well, currently are signed to an indie label from oh, LA, okay. but yeah, they're, they're, I mean, to go further, it's for us, it's looking for bigger labels. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm talking prosthetic, metal yeah. blade. Oh, that's, that's where we want to be. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the end goal there. Yeah. 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 We, we fire off our emails, but you know, nobody seems to care. But maybe one day they will. So right. We just gotta keep trucking. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like they have this day and age, like the days of sending labels, demos, and all that. That's that's long. They don't want. Yeah. They want. Well, I think like yeah. nowadays, you you really have to kind of prove yourself as an indie or independent right. band because yeah. I mean uh, they don't want to. Like, how many times have they taken on a band, and then all of a sudden it's like you know, the label gets screwed for some odd reason. Like I think you really have to kind of prove yourself as social media and whatnot nowadays. Yeah, necessary evils, unfortunately. Yeah, just because times have changed. <laughs> it's true, it is. What about a dream gig? You guys are out on you guys are out on on tour and all that, but you must have like that gig in the back of your head. One day, I would love to support this band or play this festival and all that. Like, what's going on in in, in your heads um, in just that department? Some of the some of the bigger festivals that are coming out nowadays, like there's Hellfest out in Europe. Um, you know, just being on some of these newer, bigger festivals would be pretty sweet. So yeah. we're trying to we're trying to talk to whomever we can. You know, right. but uh, dream gigs, honestly, it's, you know, as long as as long as you know people dig the sh dig the shows, you know, Every good response, be a dream. you know, mm -hmm. enough good turnouts. Yeah, we're we're not we don't really have one ideal gig because you know it all it all it all varies, right? So For sure. yeah, yeah. Like, it's, for me, for instance, like my kind of dream gig, like even though there's not one particular one, it's kind of just doing like like a festival tour over in Europe. Yeah. Like I, I always kind of thought to myself, whatever band I'm in and like, you know, do well in Europe, I'll die a happy man. 
yeah. I think you guys would be over huge in Europe given the opportunity. Yeah. We like to think so. Oh, yeah, we sure. like to think so too. I think we kind of have, uh, I mean, I could definitely hear a little bit of a European kind of influence in a little bit, you know, it's definitely right. there. So I could see them digging it. For sure, for sure, for sure. Gig's over, you're relaxing, you know, like in a room much like this. What's your go-to drink? Oh, Miller Lite. Miller Lite? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any, any kind of beer, really, like, I, don't, I don't really care. Don't really Miller Lite's great, because you can drink a lot of them. So <laughs> keep going. Still have your wits about you. There you go. There we go, there we go. And finally, I'll let you guys get on with your evening here. Um, but I gotta ask, the video on the Double Up single, okay, the Canadian Tire Money, <laughs> holy jeez, I, yeah. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Whose idea was that? I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's just, just a kind of a thought yeah, just a thought we had, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a good idea. Tommy's buddy Jimmy just had a fat stack of it. They're like, we're gonna use that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And finally, just the next 365 days with the band. What 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 you guys got going on? Uh, we might have a tour uh, throughout the year, but we've also got we've got our full length album recorded. So it's just going to be you know kind of getting the ducks in a row when it comes to that, and then booking stuff for next year. So pretty much the round of the year is just kind of getting stuff ready for next year, shows and tours and stuff like that.
Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling.
Available now, courtesy of the good folks at Prosthetic Records. That was Werewolves from the from the Cave to the Grave album with Harvest of the Skulls. And before that, I figured, you know what? You know, Dead Wolf, they got that. They've got their early 80s new wave of British heavy metal influenced rock and roll. Well, how about we complement that with a little bit of Savage Master with their heavy metal take on current sound, their current take of the new wave of British heavy metal, their new record, Those Who Hunt at Night Drops, August 5th, courtesy of the good folks at Shadow Kingdom Records. That was Hunt at Night. Savage Master, man, that's... They they have to come back to Winnipeg, okay? Because they came through town, and I sort of they had a quasi idea of how they were and and all of that. But I I wasn't a hundred percent sure if I was going to be able to make it to the show to come see them, okay? But pretty much at the last second, I had Ducky twisting my arm. No, no, man, you got to come. I'll even, I'll even pop for you. I'll buy you some drinks and all that. You got to come, okay? I'll, 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 I'll juggle what I'm doing. I'll make sure I get there. I got there, blown away by Savage Master. It's just like, oh, interview is regret. Because one of the things that I don't want to do is to be face to face with an artist not prepared oh yeah and not have my game face on you know and then just you know like i, I don't want to well here i'll just wing something <laughs> i'd rather just i'd rather just not do it than to disrespect the artist like that so i'm kind of yeah interviewers regret kicking myself that i didn't get a chance to get stacy savage and anyone from Savage Master, but you're going to make up for it right now. So August 5th, Shadow Kingdom Records. By all means, get out there and grab it. Before we get into tonight's indie spotlight, though, there's something that's kind of, uh, well, it's... I don't want to use the word controversy <laughs> because it really isn't. Okay, I think I think you know what what I'm getting at here yeah. uh, because it 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 really isn't. It's just it seems to have gotten a lot of hard rock and metal fans talking about this about this issue for some reason. I can't remember who broke broke this controversy obviously someone looking for clickbait but it came to light that one vince neal on this awesome stadium tour with Def leopard poison the crew and joan jett mr neal has been using a teleprompter to aid him in his vocals and apparently this is a thing for some people i do not <laughs> okay. understand why like, like when you were saying this, mm -hmm. I was looking it up. I'm like, okay, why is this a thing in 2022? Because Ozzy's been using this for 20 years, 30 years. Yeah. You know, 
So, mm-hmm. unless you just started watching metal, you're listening to metal, you know, last week, uh, you'd know that. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. if Motley Crue is your first concert ever, why are you not shit-faced? Um, <laughs> apparently, you know nothing about Motley Crue and what they stand for. You should be so drunk that you didn't remember to film it. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah, like I just I, when when I saw this, the first thing, like like I said, the first thing that came to mind, clickbait. Someone <sighs> is trying to make something out of nothing. Oh well, yeah, because uh, okay, I mean, how else are you gonna sell I, whatever you're selling? Right. Right now, like 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 you said, bands have been doing this for years. I remember when GNR in their in their in their prime, which I guess would have been the Use Your Illusions and Axl Rose, a young Axl Rose, using a teleprompter to remind him of some of the lyrics in his songs. And like I totally get that. Like if you're playing for two hours, you know, and you have a myriad of like. Okay, they released two albums that year at the same time, the Use Your Illusions. Yeah. Okay, so I, I I totally get that. And he was young. Vince Neil is not young anymore. He's got a few years on us, maybe ten. Yeah, he's sixty. He, he has to be pushing sixty. He, he's definitely okay, sixty. Yeah, yeah. So So all of these years later. Okay, like I have a hard time remembering sometime I walked by the reason I went into the kitchen. You know, never mind, you know, never mind song the lyrics from my first. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Never mind song lyrics from songs that, you know, came out on my first record 40 years ago. <laughs> you know, so it's like I could cut a guy a little bit of slack on that. Now, last episode, as a call, we were pretty critical about him not being in shape. And well, I say, like, I'll still know, be critical his about performance. that. You know, like, yeah. I don't care if you're reading it, get out there and kick my ass, you know, in a good way. Right, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So the teleprompter controversy was nothing, nothing compared to what everyone else could probably. You know, have to say about it. But you know what? We wouldn't even know about it if um, these new metal fans today weren't a bunch of straight edge pussies. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to say I have such a straight face. (laughs) Yeah. Uh (laughs) As I'm taking a swig of whiskey here. Yeah. Well, but you know what's funny Uh, though, dude? uh, Like. You know how many concerts I've seen where I have gotten pretty drunk? There's not a concert I don't remember because I had I didn't have my phone. So even though I may have been impaired, um, I knew I had to drink enough to have a good time and still be sober enough to drive home and you know do that math and all that sort of stuff. Um, and. I remember those shows better than I remember shows I've seen recently because all this technology is really weakening our minds. So, you know, you guys posting the video, you're the problem, not the solution. (laughs) That's right. That's right. It's called living in the moment. And I, I, I sometimes think people, people are forgetting to uh, do that. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Okay, hang on. Let me at the moment. Have you seen or heard of a show called uh, Dollface? Dollface, no. Okay. You need to find it and watch it. I'm going to tell you this spoiler because this is the funniest thing in the world. So, um, the lead actress is the nerdy scientist um, sidekick of uh, Natalie Portman's character in the first Thor movie. You know who I'm talking? Oh, Kate Dennings. Yes, Kate Dennings. Okay, good, good, yeah. Yes. So, absolutely love her, right? Like, absolutely mm-hmm. love her. And so she does this show called Dollface. And it's basically, you know, about this girl that dishes all her friends for a bunch of years to, for her boyfriend that her boyfriend dumps her and she's trying to make amends. Well, so she's trying to help um, all her different friends. And one's having a baby shower or no, wedding shower, I think. We yeah, have one shower. And the other one um, wants, to, wants them to meet her boyfriend and... Things get crossed. They have a stripper show up to the dinner party with the new boyfriend. And she's trying to explain to him. She's like, okay, no, you're not a stripper right now. Don't take off your clothes. You know, and, and it's it's just so damn funny because, um, you know, she's like, you are a guest at a dinner party. You are a guest at a dinner party. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'm a guest at a dinner party. And so then, you know, her friend's boyfriend's like, so Steve, what is it? You know, um, what is it you do? Do like what do you do currently? He lo- he looks, he thinks for a second. He looks back at the guy. who goes, "I am a guest at a dinner party." <laughs> and the guy's like, "Living in the moment." Okay, Steve, that's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when you said living in the moment, that's what I thought of because the show is totally worth your time. Like it's technically a chick flick, and I hate that term, but it. Dude, there's right. so many great things. I think it was like by the third episode, like her cat. I, I think it was the same episode with Steve the Stripper um, where they have a whole bunch of gummy dicks because, you know, it's, it's a bachelorette party. And her right. cat gets into the bag of gummy dicks. And I think they might have even been like CBD gummies or something. And so the yeah, line, yeah, and the it's edible. great. They just focus on her face. She's like, holy shit, turtle ate a bag of dicks. I'm like, wow, that was great. That was great writing. Like, yeah. So totally worth your time. Be like Steve. Live in the moment. I am a guest okay. at a dinner party. <laughs> Sorry, dude, I digress. I'll check that out. I'll check that out. Yes. It, dude, so I love Kat Dennings in the Thor movies, but apparently she's also um, two two broke girls, the sitcom. I've never seen two broke girls. I am familiar with her from the oh, Thor okay. movies, from WandaVision. Um, honestly, even an right. old Disney movie called The Scream Team, she's fantastic in. She was, um, you know, probably like a teenager then. Um, but this, okay. dude, dude, this uh, doll face, it's really fantastic. And and I mean, like, I, it's one of those things where, like, with everything I've seen her do, I'm like, okay, so what's next? Because she's really killer as an actress. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, so is she going to continue to act? Are we going to see her as a producer, a writer? Like, her talent is just through the roof. So, yeah, you you need to find this one. This is one that you and Mrs. Snowy can enjoy together. And I think you two will laugh your heads off. Okay, well, once again, when I woke up this morning, I didn't think we were going to be having any Kat Dennings talk. But, hey, 
I'm good with that. I'm a guest at a dinner party. <laughs> there we go. There we go. What I'm really good for, though, is tonight's Indie Spotlight. We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. Right on. For this episode's Indie Spotlight, we're going to go to the beautiful city of Vancouver. As you may recall, our last episode, dude, we were talking about that that um, rock station that was doing the publicity stunt to playing Rage Against the Machine over and over and oh, yeah. over again. Well, that they were from Vancouver as well. So we're going to do one... And we're going to do a little bit one better and introduce our listeners to another cool band out of that fair city. 13 Goats recently dropped their latest released Servants of the Outer Dark came across my desk. I gave it a spin. This is some pretty cool stuff. So let's. Go with that with tonight's Indie Spotlight. Once again, from Vancouver, this is 13 Goats with Unholy Mass.
introducing, dude, this this segment and this band. I don't know how many times, just about every time I said 13 goats, I almost said 13 ghosts. Okay, just those two words are just so close together. And in this context, it could be either goat or ghost. And it works, it works. But most of, the, most of what's important is just how well... 13 goats works facebook.com slash 13 dot goats or of course 13 goats dot bandcamp dot com really really cool stuff i hope they uh come across would come across canada one time and show us what they are all about live all right dude I promise. This week, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to tear through Stranger Things, and like you said, let's uh, let's have a chat next week about everything. Now, even more so, I'm getting excited to uh, see it and talk about that. But in the meantime, how can uh, people get a hold of us? Well, I'm telling you, once you start, you won't be able to stop. It's going to be more than you can handle. It's so good. But I digress. And they can go to RadioactiveMetal.org. Check out all the episodes, past, present, future. Go to Facebook.com slash RadMetal to interact with us on the social pages. Go to JackDaniels.com and send Snowy a gift bottle of whiskey. Because, you know, I just heard the ice clink in his glass right there. So... You know, don't don't let ice clink in an empty glass. Send Snowy a bottle of whiskey. And if you send us an email at radmetal666 at gmail.com, we'll get you his address so you can send him whiskey. Because that's, <laughs> that's important. Right, that's right. It's important then. I'm um, not proud. I'm I, not proud. I've often said, have pride. Don't be proud. Well, you know what? You know, like we we don't get money for doing this show, but we you can certainly pay us in whiskey. Like like yeah, we're yeah. we have zero right. issues with that. It. You know, but so um once he gets said bottle of whiskey, he will post it on Rad Metal Six 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 on Instagram. So you'll be able to see a picture of it too. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, double gratification there. Um, anywhere fine podcasts can be downloaded is where you will find us. We are all over the place. I dare you, I triple dog dare you to not find us somewhere on the internet because we're there. Um, and then, in fact, we're even on Spotify. And the reason we're on Spotify is thanks to the fine folks at the Shining Wizards Network. ShiningWizardsNetwork.com whole host of wrestling podcasts, including a wrestling night in Canada, which mm-hmm. happens to have a host that sounds just like Snowy. It's so weird. Good looking guy. Good yeah. looking guy. Yeah. Like, especially when he has his uh, Lucero mask on. That's when he looks the best. It's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> we we you're really not, need to do that. You're, you're not the first person that said that, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. We need to design radioactive metal Lucero masks. I feel you oh, and I need yes. like like matching masks of some sort so it can be like, like our alter ego tag team wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, like we, we we should see if we get our yeah. former co-host Rock 
onto that one because you know he's also a wrestling fan and i think he mm-hmm. might have a good time with that I'll, I'll see if i can float that one to him but um good. because of the shining wizards network if you go to spotify search for shining wizards network you're going to get all those great shows that they have there and there's a ton of great shows and then we're even there too mm-hmm. you know we're, we are like the dessert to the dessert it's that good so, that's right but anyway, yeah we're that sweet yeah we are Definitely. that sweet Definitely. i digress and then yeah. that's it let's bring it home yeah yeah to get us on out of here available now from the good folks at relapse record the new temple of void record summoning the slayer is available now let's go out with hex curse and conjuration in the meantime and in between time that's it this has been a howling episode of radioactive metal i'm story white and this is aaron signing off